I V M. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Simplified. Yet another episode where we make you wiser. Actually, we make you look wiser without actually making it wiser. We can also make you a wiser, but uh, no, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Simplified, and uh, this is me, Narain, with uh, the ever smiling, despite the quality of my terrible jokes. Uh, co-host Tony, say hi, Tony. Yeah, no, Narend. If I'm hi, everyone. If I'm smiling at this time, it is because your jokes are really good. I, I think we should tell our <laughs> listeners. Ever since uh, we've been trying to find a rhythm for simplified during the lockdown, Narend and I finally decided it's best to do it early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are at our crankiest and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and the rest of the household hasn't gotten to us <laughs> and try to record it before they wake up. Yeah. So we are actually recording at uh, eight a.m. on twenty uh, ninth November. <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, it's been uh, it's it's novel because uh, you sort of just you're reasonably fresh in the day, yeah. and your mind is not yet uh, polluted with impure thoughts. And actually, you are doing all the polluting, right? So you're trying best yeah. to sort of pollute your whole <laughs> mind with impure thoughts. Right? Yeah. It's kind of nice. And your teeth are not yet brushed. Okay, just mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so fresh off the cup of coffee, Marine. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. are you so, telling us today about? I'm I, I'm going to talk about something that uh, that I have dabbled in for a change. I know uh, a fair bit of. Uh, from from direct experience right so wow. most of the time when we do simplified uh, episodes it's uh, basically we read up on stuff and we do it but here i can tell you that i am a uh, battlefield hero so I'm it's not about writing is... a book then hashtag <laughs> narain write a book <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah not about writing a book <clears throat> so there is this joke about uh, before I go into the topic, I have to tell you there is this joke about this uh, guy uh, who is invited to uh, lecture, uh, you know, a college or something, and uh, uh, it's um, you know it's it's uh, he's embarrassed. His wife asks him, "What are you going to lecture on?" So he's embarrassed to tell the real topic. So he says it's about uh, flying uh, in airplanes, and. Uh, <laughs> so the the topic really is sex so he's <laughs> he's been asked to give a talk on sex and so after some days someone meets his wife on the on the road and uh, says you know your husband's talk was very nice and he was really you know he he elaborated a good deal about and you know he told us a lot of things that people didn't know and so on so she ex, uh, she expressed uh, incredulity. He says, "How can he? He's been there. He's done it only twice. The first <laughs> time he threw up, and the second time his heart flew off." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I, I must so, tell you that uh, 
the only new listener i've added to simplified after i've come in is my dad so <laughs> i think we've lost him also at this point <laughs> yeah but like no but like i was saying right uh, in the last episode uh, i'm back home and it's nice i think one of the joys of being in your 30s is actually like uh, having conversations as a peer with your dad and sharing a drink and stuff like that so yeah. we'll have to not talk about simplified for a while but <laughs> thanks <for that>. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, i'm going to talk about uh, a technique of cooking called uh, sous vide so i sous-vide. i don't know if yeah so yeah. i don't know how many of uh, you dear listeners have heard of uh, sous vide it's 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 fairly niche though it's become uh, uh, popular these days and uh, i'll i'll go i'll go into the technique straight away i'll tell you what it is it is also known as low temperature long time cooking what you do is you take uh, the food you want to cook is usually meat low temperature low, long time cooking is it yeah Is this like uh, when you like break open an egg on the bonnet of your car in India? <laughs> yeah, you can actually do that right, in like, uh, <laughs> in Kerala. I think you can. Yeah, right? most, much, most yeah. of the years. <laughs> I have actually broken an egg right before we started recording, so it's done by the time <laughs> we're off. <laughs> so yeah, so sous vide is that you put put the meat. Uh, it, it works for vegetables as well, but the food you want to cook, you put it in a plastic bag. You take the air out. So sous vide means under vacuum in French. Oh, you okay. take the air off, and so the plastic uh, bag that you've uh, uh, put the food in, it's clinging to the bag very closely, right? And then you put it in a in a water bath, which is typically between fifty five and sixty uh, five degrees. Celsius. Oh, okay. And you keep you cook you keep it in that bath for a few hours, and uh, it actually cooks the meat through. Okay, that's, that's what happens. And uh, so I've I've got so um, a couple of things. First, your uh, water bath needs to be maintained at a very constant temperature for this to work. So it can't be like hundred degrees for like ten minutes and. Like forty degrees for the other forty minutes, it doesn't work like that. It has to be at, or uh, typically, if you're cooking chicken, it would be something like sixty-three degrees, and it would be sixty-three plus or minus, I think, one degree, and your uh, food will be at that temperature for typically one to two hours. Okay, so you need and, special equipment for this. Yeah, you just need so. Uh, in the old days uh, you would have uh, what are known, known as pid controllers and you know so as a heater with a sensor and uh, uh, it keeps measuring the temperature and if if the set temperature is different from the uh, the temperature that is sensed then it keeps heating and when it clocks, what what is the uh, device it's called a pid uh, controller so okay. I mean, in the old days, that was what was used, and then they they sort of packaged it all into what they call sous vide cookers, sous vide uh, immersion uh, cookers. So it's basically like an immersion rod. You must have used it when you were in uh, engineering college. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hot water bath, <laughs> stick it into a bucket of water, and then 
Okay, I didn't know we were doing sous vide baths back then, but okay, cool. <laughs> the only difference here is it has to be at that temperature. So it's so if you wanted to cook chicken, you cook it at sixty-three degrees for two hours, and your the immersion heater that you have would heat the water to sixty-three, and uh, it would also keep sensing the temperature. So the moment it reaches sixty-three, it stops uh, heating. Yeah, and moment it goes down to sixty-two. it starts heating again so it's always between 62 and 63 okay you really have to cook chicken for 2 hours at the end of it it'll still taste yeah so that's that's the that's the whole uh, you know the interesting bit on why sous vide works so i'll just go on how it works so yeah. uh, cooking is all about transforming protein and uh, starches in whatever you're cooking and uh, you know we we can't eat too many things uncooked they we do need those uh, those proteins to be transformed and cooking does that so it's it's uh, in most other like a tiger or uh, you know some other animal which is eating meat would not cook they would uh, do all the breaking down inside their uh, digestive system but humans evolved after they we apparently discovered fire more than a million years ago Right. and since that discovered discovered uh, how to harness fire so to get to we we all we all originated as hunter gatherers including right. the sanskari <laughs> and they were all uh, they had to basically uh, you know do some they they had to do something with Roast. the meat you were yeah you could eat the meat and the problem is that uh, when you when you roast meat on a fire or uh, do something like that the uh, the flesh of the animal any flesh is not a very good conductor so it you need to raise the temperature outside of, to a very great extent before the inside gets cooked so oh. you usually get meat which is charred on the outside and kind of perfect on the inside right right and it's difficult to get uh, that you have to be a so that's that's a taste here so if you you know if you had a really good roasted piece of meat it would be you know very very nice and charred and uh, very different hard on the outside but moment you take a bite it's soft and succulent inside and all of it is cooked so it is very palatable and it's difficult so you have to be a really good cook and you really need to know how uh you know how the whole process works and you have to acquire mastery over it so sous vide takes the guesswork so what sous vide does is it it doesn't it keeps uh, the the meat at the temperature it's supposed to be uh in in the interior and it keeps it for long enough time that the whole piece of meat eventually gets to that temperature so all the proteins that you wanted to transform have transformed okay by the uh, only thing that you don't have is the crisping and the browning outside it's also called a maillard reaction okay. it's a you know it's it's a process where uh, you know some caramelization of the sugars and the proteins and everything happens it's a complex reaction and it it uses a lot of flavor so uh, humans are uh, sort of evolutionarily uh, sort of conditioned to find flavor in the browning of the meat so if if you find so that maillard reaction so what sous vide cooks do is they cook the meat entirely 
and they just brown it on a pan. They just just Separately. make a pan very hot. Just sort of char it on the outside or brown it on the outside. Sear it, they call it, and uh, they serve it. Now, because the meat has already been cooked through, it doesn't matter uh, that your uh, searing is not perfect. Ah, uh, it's just so, for. Uh, yeah just for effect and just for the flavor and you got the flavor and uh, uh sort of cooked uh, you know cooking too it takes the guesswork out of uh, so out it's of, more science than art yeah it's, it's more science, more than, science art. than art and it's surprisingly uh, recent so there's there was an interesting character called uh, count rumsford who figured this out way back in the uh, late 1700s okay and what what rumsford did was he tried cooking potatoes with uh in in air so and he found that even if you heated it to a lower temperature than uh previously thought necessary the potatoes turned out fairly well cooked and edible and they preserved uh, flavors and uh, after that it it was forgotten till many years later a uh, michelin star chef decided that uh, you know he had to figure out some easier way to make the perfect cut of meat and that guy's name was uh, george pralis and uh, he was a chef in a very iconic uh, michelin star restaurant called Restra- restaurant croix gros croix gros how you pronounce it in france and uh, he found that uh, There's, you know, there's there's something called foie gras, foie, foie yeah. gras, goose liver, yeah, right? goose liver, yeah. So when goose liver is cooked in this manner, it keeps its original appearance. It doesn't lose excess amounts of fat and texture, and and uh, he, you know, being a uh, being a Michelin star chef, expected to be perfect, and he he sort of uh, he developed this to take, I I think get his. Uh, underlings to do the cooking and take the day off i think that's that's how he started it right and he worked with another guy named bruno gusso and bruno gusso was a uh, you know food scientist who was uh, working with a company called cuisine solutions and these guys they you know they they thought up this technique and then they did a lot of research on different kinds of meats and different kinds of vegetables and then they came up with uh, a lot of recipes like what uh, temperature you should keep for example i think beef is generally cooked at 52 degrees it's it's uh, for a certain amount of it's 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 a you know your doneness is a function of that temperature and uh-huh. it's so fine i i don't know the temperatures exactly uh, because i haven't cooked beef but uh, 52 is uh, i think Rare, fifty three will be medium and fifty four will be well done. It will be, it will be that close. It's something like that. Or just two this or three. This kind of cooking is anyway rare. <laughs> yeah, anyway it is rare. <laughs> just uh, one quick diversion, if I may, on uh, Michelin stars. Uh, do you know how they came about and what they stand for? Oh yeah, I've uh, read about this. So Michelin uh, was the tire manufacturer. Yeah. and uh, they wanted to compile a book of uh, restaurants where 
you they wanted people to drive around first exactly when, when yeah. people drove around they wanted to recommend restaurants to them yeah and i think that's how it started yeah yeah they want them to drive around so tires get worn and more michelins get bought yeah. so basically yeah. one star means a very good restaurant in the category two stars means excellent cooking worth a detour and uh, three michelin stars means exceptional cuisine worth a special journey so they basically wanted people to get in their car and drive around that's the origin yeah. of this so you were telling us about uh, cooking meat so, yeah so these two guys they they worked on the development of suvid and uh, they that uh, spot on somewhere in the late 2000 that that decade so it's is after 2000 that it really seemed to have caught up is it before and, or after uh, heston blumenthal yeah so heston blumenthal was the one of the famous guys who used uh uh used suvid and most of these <laughs> most of these guys they don't talk about their uh, cooking techniques and heston right. blumenthal day uh-huh. and uh, companies uh, came out with the with equipment original earlier it was quite expensive it was a few hundred dollars which is expensive even for uh, americans so it remained a very niche thing but now you can get i bought a suvid immersion heater for 99 dollars right so it's not not very uh, what what does a vacuum do it uh, so you put it in a plastic bag and you want the the plastic film to cling to the meat okay so if there is air in it air doesn't allow the is is not a good conductor okay. of heat okay so it you know it will take forever for the meat to reach that uh, temperature and it might not even reach that temperature right you want the entire piece of meat to achieve the same temperature as the water bath oh okay so in so in, in, the, in this hmm. particular cooking even the inside of the meat is the same temperature as the outside is that yeah. right that's why it's completely uh, cooked cooked through okay so it's uh, and you know so uh, you can also for example uh, when you cook uh, say chicken curries right so mm-hmm. most indians the the basic idea of a curry is you have uh, spice uh, spices basically in some carrier maybe coconut milk maybe uh onions and tomatoes whatever is that's region specific in in kerala and the coast yeah. where you and i come from it's mostly uh coconut uh ground coconut coconut milk which does the carrying and you add a, lo- a lot of spices into it right different spices give you different flavor there will be chili there will be pepper it will be cardamom cloves whatever yeah. and then you put the meat into it and you boil it right and uh the meat sort of cooks because you're boiling it in uh, you know it, it it acquires the temperature it also releases a lot of its juices which flavor the curry itself mm. the gravy itself and that's how we eat but um, here is my experience in the special case of chicken it does chicken is uh, for some reason very sensitive to temperature so if you overcook chicken it Tend, tends to become a little rubbery yeah correct yeah so i what i do is i sous vide the chicken 
and add it separately. It's very succulent, very nice, very delicious. And, uh, okay. So you make the gravy and you add this, and it's it's a great hack. So. Nice. Yeah. So all these things, uh, yeah, all these things became uh, popular as uh, you know, as equipment started becoming uh, easily available and available at a you know yeah. fairly decent price. Yeah. Basically, penetration of Amazon on cooking techniques. Uh, was yes. <laughs> yes. One is this, yeah. and the other is air frying. So right. sous vide and air frying in, in the normal course, they wouldn't have uh, really wouldn't have taken off because the, it's expensive equipment and it is very niche use cases, yeah. right? So, I mean, you eat fried food once in a blue moon, you can very easily fry it. Why would you want to buy an air fryer? Right. Same with the, uh, you know, sous vide. Yeah. You can, there are other ways of cooking it and yeah. it's not that you most of us we don't uh, have consume that quantity of meat. Yeah. But when you see it on Amazon and it's just one swipe away and you right. don't have to go into it. Yeah. Yeah, they have a nice like through price from yeah yeah dollars to ninety nine dollars. Please <laughs> take all my money. <laughs> so that's uh, and uh, there are some uh, sort of you know there are some dangers in this. So I'll just run through a few of them. Well, first danger do not is, try uh, this at home. Before uh, <laughs> do not try this at home before carrying the caveats. Yeah, uh, it's generally safe. There's no problem with sous vide. The problem is. Uh, Fish is the recommended. So fish is, uh, if you cook fish, it's very easy to overcook fish. Uh-huh. And uh, the recommended temperatures for uh, cooking fish are below 50 degrees. Okay. And there are several parasites that don't die. Oh, and okay. Most parasites, they die after 52. Okay. So 52 and above is the temperature used for beef or pork or lamb or chicken, all of these are above 52. Most of them are uh, in the early 60s. So, uh, if you cook through for the recommended period of time, so if you, you know, for a few hours and everything is at that temperature, all the parasites in it are dead. But fish, the recommended temperatures are lower than 50 and uh, if you don't cook it for long enough, the parasites could be living. So, that's one danger they say. I've, I've never cooked fish on sous vide so I I don't know and the second uh, danger is uh, there are these uh, botulism uh, spore yeah so botulism is a very uh, dangerous disease it will paralyze you the bacteria so all the the organism is dead at the temperatures but the spores survive so if you make sous vide and keep it for a long time it could yeah. You know, come back to life because yeah. it has the medium. So these are uh, uh, two things that you have to, one is don't store it for too long. Just consume it within a couple of days. Yeah. And second is make sure that you heat it more than 52 for at least an hour. But for chicken, it's safe. There's no salmonella and stuff like that. It's amazingly like chicken breast, which usually tends to become very fibrous. It's it just turns out delicious. It just so yeah. That was uh, yeah. That so we was, started with 
sex and end with delicious breasts so i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah that covers that was the whole thing so yeah stay safe uh stay delicious and stay simplified <laughs> stay simplified bye bye